following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Happy Friday. Happy Wing Fest weekend. By the time you're listening to this, we're probably already setting up, tearing down, or smoking a boatload of cigars. Or eating chicken wings. All of the chicken with wings. With blue cheese. Only blue cheese. Out Bo- of chicken dipping. What a setup. What a segue. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Fantasy Beast. Where to find them. I am Kyle Rennie. That was my, ho- my co-host, Jason Halt. And we're back for a second straight episode. We're going to make a pretty quick episode today. We're going to talk about your do's, your don'ts, your why nots of your fantasy draft. Etiquette. My number one, do not. If you get the first pick of your draft, do not draft Josh Allen. No matter how good he is. It just, I, I, love, I, I am a Bills guy. Don't get me wrong. I want Josh Allen on my fantasy team 10 times out of 10. But that first overall pick... Here's the thing, guys. <laughs> you got to get a running back you, there. If, if, or if, even a receiver. Especially if everybody has... Everybody has the same top 200, top yeah. player list, this, that, the other thing. Those are numbers for a reason. For a reason. And I don't want to be an asshole because like, there's definitely circumstances where you can drop 12 positions on a board. The first round is not fucking it. Is not the is not the one that you want to waste a pick on. Not that I'm saying Josh Allen is a waste a pick, but you can get him second round, third round, or like... I wouldn't say you'd get him in the fourth, but like you're you can end up getting that's it a quarterback if not Josh Allen in, a in, quarterback in both that's of be a our good fantasy in both of our leagues this year he made it to the third round yeah and that's a shock I actually thought he'd go in the second but like you never needed him in the first no you are giving up here's my thing I don't advocate to take quarterbacks in the first two rounds however if I'm drafting one of one and I'm confident. I can get the second best quarterback. Yeah, and Jonathan Taylor. I now have the top, a top five running, running back, back and a top five quarterback. quarterback yeah. If I go Josh Allen, and now I'm looking at Javante Williams. Javante, I've got a he, top five quarterback yeah. and a top twenty five running back, top like twenty five, top twenty. But like you're, it's you're taking that pick if you're taking Josh Allen or taking a quarterback in the first round. You're taking that pick and then, like I said, all of those top 10 running backs before that snakes back to you with the first pick are gone. Here's the thing, even more so, and this is where I've been like, I don't love it, but this is where I've been trying to do it more, uh, especially like the league I was telling you about that I have, I'm first overall out of 10 10 people and the the, the league gets out of pocket. I already can kind of tell you I won't see Josh Allen there on the swing. There's a guy somehow in that league who has not left the league. It's a relegation league. And he only drafts Buffalo Bills. Like, like picks 1 through 14 are going to be Buffalo Bills players. 
Out of order, doesn't matter. I can already tell you I'm not going to get Diggs. I'm not going to get Allen in the draft. He's going to go that route. Yeah. I don't know what he does on bye weeks, but he's going to go that route. There's people that do that, and I don't know. It does never seem to work. But so here's the thing. If if I go that route and I go confident, you know, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor's going to be a top five running back regardless as long as he's healthy. On that swing back, I can go, well, I can go a top five tight end, Kyle Pitts, and a top five quarterback. Yeah. So now I know I have three top five position players on my roster somewhere. Yep. Top five position in their position on your roster. Yes. Now if I can dedicate, and this is what I've been trying to do at four or five on the swing and a ten man, if I can go out there and still be able to get either Waddle or Johnson, who I think will be a top fifteen receiver, yeah. and another guy who I think will creep in the top twenty, my my roster looks really yeah, damn really good now. Damn good. So like, and don't get me wrong, I'd love like Josh Allen is going to get you 30, 35 points, forty points a game. But is that going to make up for the 25, 30 that you're going to get from Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor? Or the or fact that you're going to look at Javante Williams, who is going to get you 10, 10 to 30? Yeah. Like, so. like, like that's the big thing. It's your relative score versus what you're giving up a week is a huge thing. The second big thing I always want to talk about is don't draft your roster to completion. Yeah. Don't I don't care if in pick eight you go, I don't have a tight end yet. Is the receiver you're going to take there better than the best available tight end? Are you going down 20 spots to get to that tight end versus talent at receiver? The more talent on your team, the better your team is, period. I don't care. The best thing you can learn when you're playing fantasy football is pick value. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm picking, let's say we're in the fifth round and I'm taking, I need a tight end. But I can look back on the swing and get the same tight end at my next pick. And I yes. can get a better receiver at the pick and, that I'm at. And sometimes pick that receiver. And obviously there's there's rule to it. If you're in the middle of the draft, you can kind of take leeway. Yeah. If you're at the end of the draft in either direction and you know that you have twenty picks between you and you know your audience, you know who you're drafting with, and you go, I don't think there's a shot in hell if you've if you've nominated your guy, I don't think there's a shot in hell I'm getting him in the next swing. Okay, on the back part of your swing, go for it. Yeah. But, like, know your people you're drafting with. Know your relative pick aspect and ability. And also, don't just, don't make a mockery, I guess is the other thing. Like, don't be the guy in the fourth round who's taking Mike Gusecki. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, daughter. <laughs> um, Just, it's like, be smart, think about your picks, and... Like I said, look at the value of a player or that pick that you're making and think about, like, okay, I might need a tight end, I might need a receiver, I might need a running back, but can I get the same running back at a later pick? Like, it's just looking so at that I, value I guess, of I guess the best way to put it, if, you're, it if, if let's say we're in the mid-60s, which would be end of round five, early round six. Yeah. Your most likely top five tight ends are off the board. Yeah. You're five picks through. You might be two running backs, three rece- three receivers. You might be two running backs, two receivers, a quarterback. But let's say you don't have a tight end. In that area, you're looking to have to tumble to Dalton Schultz, who's in his 80s. Yeah. You can still get a quality backup running back receiver, even a backup tight quarterback if you really want to be an asshole, that's going to be worth more on the trade market then overvaluing and dropping down 20 picks yeah. to go get your tight end now. The and chances are, on your next pick, 
Dalton Schultz will still, still be, there. be there, and you'll have a quarterback. Dawson Knox is still going to be there. If you if you're in a spot where you need if you okay, let's say let's say the team that jumped early and took George Kittle. Yeah. George Kittle's having a good, a good year. George Kittle went in the, in the fourth round. That team doesn't have a good quarterback. Yeah, you can leverage your That's backup quarterback. You can leverage your backup quarterback and Dalton Schultz, who might be a top eight tight yeah, end, tight end for George Kittle. Now you don't need your backup tight or your backup quarterback because you, he is your backup quarterback. Backup quarterback, and for your quarterback on the bye week. Pick up anybody, dude. If if it's the like, one week you're bad and you have a top five quarterback, yes, that's that's what I've always strived for. I strive for the guy with the upside, yeah. whether it be Dak, Kyler, back when Deshaun was good before the allegations, and then you go get another top. T- Derek Carr's the guy this year. Yeah, Derek Carr. I mean, even you jumped. I jumped on the board a little bit even under Derek Carr. I mean, maybe Trevor maybe Lawrence under Trevor Lawrence, but even Tom Brady, Mac like, Jones, Matt Stafford. Aaron Rodgers? Dude, like, the amount of 10 Even man... if you don't have a backup quarterback on your roster, there will be somebody on that board that yes. you can grab. I've and, gone, down, the thing, I've if, gone if, down the board and grabbed Gardner Minshew for if, a week. If like, you, if, but the thing is, if you get a quality enough backup now and someone ends up in that spot, we're like, oh. F-. I, Russ Wilson last year fell apart with fell, Seattle. Yeah. Someone who had Russ would have probably happily traded for a top-end backup if you had them. But I've had teams where like my teams were stacked besides quarterback. But I had a stacked quarterback. I think this was the year I had Josh Allen, and it was Josh Allen's bye week. You had Josh I, Allen and Tom Brady. Yeah, and Tom you had Brady. Allen and Brady. And Brady was hurt, or Brady was out, because for whatever reason. And I picked up Gardner Minshew, and the rest of my roster was stacked. Gardner Minshew got me 15 points, there was two, maybe. There was two years ago when he won the league. Yeah, Gardner Minshew got me maybe 15 points, maybe. But out of a quarterback, for that week, that's all I needed, because the rest of my roster was stacked, because I drafted... I'll tell you this that much. Was the year, that was the year everybody was like, is Josh Allen going to be amazing or is Josh Allen yeah. going to be whatever? He had a good year last year, but so I got this him, is I got him break. later. Yeah, I got so him like, later than as he would normally. As funny as it is, your brother actually brought a good point up to me, Jason. Gary, uh, our, our draft analyst, brought up a great point about people kind of cursing off. First and foremost, don't let personal preference get in the way of talented players. Oh, yeah. That's a big thing, too. Oh, I am. If you're a Packers fan... You have to draft Lions, Vikings, Bears. I am a big fan. I'm not like a big fan of Tom Brady, but if he's on the board and I need you a quarter, second take quarterback or quarterback, if Mac Jones is on the board and you, you like him. his roster, you got to take him. But like, you cannot put like a personal preference of a player. No, again. because it, it's I don't like Jarvis Landry, but money. I'll draft him if I need him. It's going to prevent you getting money. Yeah. Um, but your brother, I'm trying to where the where were we just talking? Oh, I'm blanking, man. I don't like Lamar Jackson, but if I had to draft well, him I'm not for a reason, Lamar, I'm not grab I don't, him. I'm I don't just saying that. if I had to do it, like if that was a quarterback on the board and that was, I'm still going to go the Lamar, board, If Lamar's on the board, oh, okay, I remember where I was going now. But if Lamar's on the board as the 10th quarterback, I'm going to begrudgingly draft him. You got yeah. to. But I, so, I might also jump down a little quarterback under him, but that's No, if he's me. the 10th on the board, I have to. They're, they're, he doesn't deserve to be out there that long, and that's just... That's just obscene value. But where I was going with this was everybody's shitting on Kyler Murray. Yeah. Oh, that he, he doesn't like the team, and wait till November, the new Call of Duty. Yeah. Just, okay. Just make sure you have a second string quarterback. But that, for the back that's where I'm getting here. You do your homework. All right. Let's say you want to do that. And I I noticed that I had Kyler last year, and he definitely dropped off. He got hurt, and then Call of Duty came out. 
Excuse me. So what you're telling me is I, I take Kyler for the first eight weeks, and then I find someone who has a strong back eight weeks, a.k.a. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence is back eight, back uh, back nine. I would say it's Lawrence is back nine, nine games of the year are a cakewalk. If he's still, and I, I don't, I won't draft him, but he's worth your view if he continues to be the starter. Danny Dimes. Yeah. The the Giants have a breeze through of a schedule down breeze the stretch. Breeze through of a schedule, but if they stay healthy, they also have a monster receiving core. Well, yeah, we just have to get rid of Manic and Galladay. Well, yeah. But, I mean, you've got, they, they brought in a top guy in David Sills who's big. They've still got Sterling, Sterling Shepard Shepherd. still there. Kadarius Tony hopefully is going to take the step this year. They've got a rookie in Daniel Bellinger who's they've who's looked good. It's, it's an awesome looking receiving core. And even if Danny Dimes isn't your Josh Allen, but but here's the he's thing, still going to have a here's good season. Here's the thing: what could Danny Dimes always do without put up points? No, no, without Brian Dable there, that was one of the highest average yard per carry rushers as a quarterback in yeah. the league. And we saw how well That's they ran Josh. We saw how well they ran Josh. So like Danny Dimes is a sneaky, like sneaky. All right, I need there. a quarterback. If, if if you don't have a backup and you want to go, we're gonna go Danny Dimes. That's yeah. your guy. That's your guy because he might have the highest upside of these backups. I love Zach Wilson. I love Mac Jones. I love Justin Fields. But like Danny Dimes is the guy who no one's gonna take. Who might have the highest upside of any of these these quarterbacks left as a back half co- backup? Yeah. If you draft your team right, you don't need an amazing second quarterback. You don't even really need an amazing, amazing you quarterback. Need you need a one like second quarterback. You need a quarterback that's got some upside. Like I like, like you said, Dak. They got he's got that rushing upside. Russell yep. Wilson got that rushing upside. Find someone. Joe who's Burrow. Got, like Joe Burrow. Yeah. It's it's an ugly rushing upside, but you know but he can always fall one, forward yeah. for a touchdown. But like, I I don't know, man. He just slings it. That's what yes. I love about Joe Burrow. So I guess that's it. Um, the, we talked that. Build your talented players. Yeah. I don't need to have a quarterback in the top five, but if 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 one falls at the top four, mm-hmm. okay, go for it. Because I did that, I did that in our first draft. I was gonna do it in our second draft, and you saw it didn't go well. I ended up going with four top end receivers out of that draft. Yeah, like okay, I'm comfortable with that. Like, I have four receivers who finished in the top twenty four last year, yep. being Devontae Adam, Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddle. And Darnell Mooney. Do yeah. I need that much? No. Am I going to take it? Happily. Because in that league, I can start all four of them, too. It's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, yes, yeah, so who's my backup running back? Or my number two running back? Damian Pierce. Yeah, we have to learn that. But that was the zero running back strategy, and I've never really done it, but I loved it. I, I went, loved that. I went get Joe running, Mixon. Get a mediocre running back. That's all you need. But that's it. I went Joe Mixon and one, and I trust Joe I mean, Mixon with my life. He's a mediocre running back. He's a great running back. So. But I went Mixon and, and Adams, and then I went... Receiver, 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 receiver. And I went, what the hell am I doing here? That's why I went Pierce in the sixth. And then I just sat on it. And then I just let running back value keep falling to me. I got Ken Walker in the 11th. I got Melvin Gordon in the 13th. That should have never happened. I went Tyler Algier eventually. So, like, yeah, I'm I'm banking on Damian Pierce being a top, I'll even say top 26 running back, as long as he's serviceable. Yep. But what are the odds that one of those three in Walker, Gordon, or Algier don't turn into one? You know where Melvin Gordon finished in fantasy last year? Uh, I forget off the top of my head. I'm 19. Who'd have thought that? Yeah. Javante William was the guy everybody talked up. Melvin Gordon was the top 24 running back last year. Yeah. I got him in the in the, in the the 13th round. 
Yeah, that's that's awesome. just that's called drafting value. Drafting value. It's what we've been talking about the whole time. I'll also be really. the first guy to say, in terms of your draft strategy, do's and don'ts. Don't put yourself at gunpoint for a tight end. Yeah. If you don't get in it, I. If you don't get one of those top five guys, it's see, not a position see, it's, you got to oh, about. We say top five now, but I'm going to say top four because I kind of – I'm fading Darren Waller. I know he just got paid. I know he's still not that old, but, like, Devontae Adams is going to take 90% of those those shares. Yeah, and you got Hunter Who, Renfro. That's it. Who's going to take him after Hunter uh, after Devontae Adams? Hunter Renfro. Because that still was Derek Carr's guy throwing that that's back it. half and, of the And if, if you're throwing short and, uncircum- and quick. Unseen circumstances happen. Are you still uncircumcised? <laughs> <laughs> uncircumcised cir- circumstances. Uncircumstances. I got it. Um, fuck, we're going to get canceled. Well, that's why I always mark these as, uh, as, as bad volume. No, no, I'm saying, I, was, I, was, I was trying to oh. click the mouse that's not existing. That's why I always mark them as I think you're me bad language. Um, but, like, realistically, you're, you're top four. You've got Kelsey. You've got Andrews. You've got Pitts. And I'm confident putting Pitts there, seeing what yeah. he's on in the, in the offseason in Kittle. Waller's on the outside looking in again. Mm-hmm. If I don't have one of those four... I'm not rushing to get one of the next four. I'm not four. rushing to get another I, I think, to me, the next four are, are as interchangeable as 9 to 12. Yeah. So, like... And I am a big, 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 and I'm going to keep saying big. Get your number one receivers. Get your good receivers. Because those good receivers... And we saw how it went for me in the playoffs year, last year with Jamar Chase. Get those good receivers that are going to put up points because they're going to put up, they're going to have an insane week and put up fifty-five and win you a playoff game. Yeah, and that's it. It's that's the that's the factor, man. And it's everyone looked at me. I think when I when I went, I was a little bummed when he stole Amonra on me because I think Amonra is going to be a guy who can be a top top twenty-five. I mean, top, everybody's open for talking. I'm not moving a pick for Amonra, but or I'm not moving players. I I'm confident unless you're taking Michael Thomas, who I drafted after Amonra. <laughs> I don't. I'm not moving for a monitor, but I'm just saying that everybody on my roster is open for the right price. Yeah, it's not dynasty though. That's the problem. It's easier to make those moves in dynasty. It is. It is. It um, really is. I mean, but then again, look at dynasty. I have a monitor in ninety percent of my leagues. Um, but so that's it. Like, you can go get your player. Darnell Mooney is my perfect example here. Well, what upside does he have? Okay, what upside? Who does Chicago have? They have Darnell Mooney. Yeah. Who who was the guy who had chemistry with with Justin Fields last year? Darnell Mooney. Yep. Who looked good in preseason the one game he played with Justin Fields? Me. Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Jason Holt. Um, but that's it. Like, like you got Darnell Mooney who's being drafted on average as like wide receiver thirty five. Yeah. I have no reason to believe he's not going to be wide receiver twenty five. And I'm getting 10 additional spots out of that move. And another one of my most, like, for somebody, I mean, <clears throat> a good fantasy player knows this, but a majority of people don't look past the name. Look past that star name of the guy you see in bright lights like Stefan Diggs. There's people on the Bills roster or any other roster that are still going to put up points that aren't, like, your number one name. Look for those Isaiah gems. McKenzie. I, I was just say Isaiah McKenzie. It's, so Last do, year, do your homework. Find, do your homework and then... I mean, this isn't drafting. Pay attention to the waiver wire, because yes. let's say, let's say, I'm knock on wood injuries. Right now, injuries. Isaiah McKenzie goes down, 
And Kyle's got Isaiah McKenzie, but I go pick up Jamison Crowder. Uh, I wasn't going to say I wasn't going to say Jamison Crowder. I'm just saying Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir, but whatever. Like I go pick up Khalil Shakir, Jamison Crowder, whatever. Now Kyle's out of receiver because he can't go pick up his backup. And me and Kyle might be like, okay, talking that week about picking yeah. Jamison Crowder so he can get like get people talking because even if like it ends up being like we don't make the trade, you're still making moves, you're still doing things in your league, and people think you look smart. So that's it. Um. It's 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 a funny circumstance, but like you have to keep an eye on the pulse of your league. You've got to keep an eye on the high volume offenses. And yeah. when when you mentioned Buffalo was a thing, Isaiah McKenzie is currently being drafted in the back. If you're listing out of Buffalo right now, that's a guy I'm I'm urging you oh, urging to go draft. You know why? Later rounds, because no one's going to think about him. Not, not even that. Not even a that. A good pick. Everybody always let Cole Beasley slip until the mid-10 to 13 rounds. Isaiah McKenzie's shown a little bit more burst. He's younger, and he's going to occupy the same role in slot receiver that Cole Beasley had. We've seen it when they gave him the ball, his yard per target, and his his points per route yeah. ran in fantasy is ridiculous. Isaiah McKenzie is going to be the league winner this year. He won me a playoff game. Thanks. I mean, you told me to pick him You're up. You're welcome. Week, so. I shouldn't have even said anything. I should have gone and picked him up because I would have still had him on the roster. But that's it. I still have him on my roster. He will not leave my roster. I hate for the right price. It. He would, but it's the same thing because like everybody, I think hates I the guy. That. Everybody, I think hates the guy. But Tyler Higby. Yeah. Higby's points per route ran last year in LA is top. Top eight. Top eight. Yes, but he's frustrating because LA has so many targets, but it's the same thing. He'll go from a week. That's about Tyler Higby. The only thing I have a problem, he'll go from a week from five points to, to 30 35. Next week. Yes, like, you're right. But that's it. It's it's, it's your, just you have to you have to identify your target shares. Oh, identify your You have to identify shares. your high-end offenses because that's it. Tyler Boyd. You can look at this and go, am I ever going to draft a third receiver from any other yeah. team? No. No. The Bengals? Yes. Oh, yeah. The Bengals put the, the Bengals throw the ball everywhere. But even with the Tyler Higby, what something you got to look at? You sh, you we, there's a sheet of it every week. Look at the teams that are the worst against the tight end, yep. and then you play Tyler Higby against that team. That's that's it. So I guess that's the other thing. I, I think I really like that. If if you don't draft every position to perfection, yeah, you can always correct it on the waiver wire, man. Oh, Listen yeah. to us every week. Listen to us. During the season, if you're that screwed and you can rotate players in defenses, tight ends, we are pretty good at finding you a gem. Finding That's a how gem. I do well with daily fantasy. Tight ends are a blast to do that with because I don't have to go over the top. You know who won me so much money last year? Oh, CJ Ozuma. Yeah. Now with the Jets. The Bengals had such a preferred schedule against bad tight end teams, and I feel like every time I played Ozuma, he was a two touchdown score. Oh yeah, you just look at and those, I called like, that on the air here. Look for those. That's they look it. for those like okay, the Jets are the worst against the running back. You know okay, who, then I'm going to play you know James Robinson back, this week because they play. The, you know who the, the back Jets. half of the year was my guy who wasn't Ozuma was. It ended up being Brevin Jordan. Yeah, because Brevin Jordan never topped out over six thousand dollars. He was dirt cheap. He he caught a touchdown. Four of the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to throw a dart at him 
and guarantee myself nine points for well, that, was, that cheap? That's the same thing I did with Isaiah, McK- Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah. I played him that week that you got me, and I think he got like that was it, the it week was like that, a against Miami when they went points when he or something went like bonkers. That. He went bonkers and got twenty six points. But after that, I was looking at okay, this team's not great against the slot. I'll play Isaiah McKenzie with yep. Buffalo because he's going to get at least your fifteen points. Well, and so even, I guess even more with the Isaiah McKenzie thing last year was tough because yeah, you had a banged up Cole and they split reps. But like Cole was still the, yeah, slot guy. the slot guy. This year, when you see that, it's Isaiah. Isaiah's the guy. Isaiah's the guy, which is what I love, and I'm glad I got him on my roster. So. Which, for anybody who's listening now, ahead of time, before your DFS rankings come out, Daily Fantasy, Isaiah McKenzie's going to be week one rosters. Oh, shit. You won't be able to play him. Yeah. They're playing Thursday. The Bills play Thursday, so you... DFS that week would be only Sunday games. So you would not be able to run Isaiah in your daily fantasy on DraftKings or... Oh, DraftKings. That sucks. That would be your 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 roster. You know who else could be a big guy on daily fantasy that week? If you're playing solo games, fade Steph Diggs. I love Steph Diggs. But, love if, Steph but if, in theory, who's Diggs going to see in coverage that day? Um, Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. So if I got to look at who they're going to get... You know Josh is going to throw the ball. Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, maybe James Cook. 200 yards, two tugs. For, for the, Between the two of them? No, for Stefan Diggs against Ramsey. I don't think so. I think I think they're going to use him to shade off cover, and I think he's become an enough of an adult. As it, a, might not be, it might not be 20 yards. I'll go 122 tugs. I'd be tugs. okay saying he'll go 90, six catches, 90 yards, no tugs. No, I'll, I'll give him two tugs. Listen, six the for last 90 time, on The last me. time he played Jalen Ramsey, he did ball on him. Yeah, but you know, he, but you know, you know who else always owns him? DeAndre Hopkins. What happens last time D-Hop played him? Yeah. Four four catches on 15 targets. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jaylen Ramsey, Ramsey can good. win his games when he needs to. He can ball. I'm not going to say he can And that's going to be... I don't like the guy, but he can ball. I respect him. And that's going to be coming off uh, of... I respect I, him. I respect the talent. I respect him. I respect the talent. I respect him. That dude knows how to fucking fight, and he backs it up. I, I will talent. respect Jalen Ramsey. I, respect, uh, I hate said, saying it. I, I hate saying talent. it, but I'll respect him. I'm telling yeah. you right now, if you're playing not, single, if you're playing single game fade on DFS that day, I'm telling you go get McKenzie and Davis, and build your roster from there because you might be able to go oh, yeah. get Gabe McKenzie, Davis, Davis and Allen. Because Gabe Davis will be seeing number two coverage over there, which is... Uh, no one knows. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even... I don't remember off the top of my head right now. I don't think it's Johnson anymore. Um, and they're number two. I mean, no, it wasn't even great in the Super Bowl. So. I'm going to be honest here. If you've got to play, because you have to play one Rams player for that game, you'd have to. In DFS, you have to play at least someone from the other team. Tyler Higby, Josh Allen. I'm not even looking at, at, at the, the yeah. values right now. I'm, I'm going to try to call five off here. Tyler Higby, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, James Cook. That's my five for the day. Yeah, I will throw a I will throw a bet down on that. Once those those I can guarantee you that fits underneath. That's my lineup for that. If you win big, hook a brother up. Five dollars. Just just throw me a five dollar tip. That's all we want. Spare change. Spare change. Spare change. Spare change. Spare change. Uh, but the last thing I got is don't be a Frank. Yeah, don't be a Frank. When I say that. Be conscious of your draft room, especially if you're in a live draft. Yeah, don't block person. your don't block your board. Don't take twelve years to draft. 
Don't be the guy who never knows where you're at on a sheet. You have to call out number every pick. Have draft room courtesy, man. Yeah, we're here. Pay attention. Shoot, shoot the shit. T- shit talk each other. That's what this is about. We're out there to have competitive fun, but like, oh. don't be the annoying guy. Don't. But I can shoot the shit, and I'll be sitting there talking to, let's say, Kyle. But then when a pick is made, when Fox is over there and picks, let's say, SpaghettiOs. And I'm like, Spaghetti-o! okay. Okay. <laughs> What do you pick? SpaghettiOs, and I go on the sheet, and I find number 69 at SpaghettiOs, and I cross it out. SpaghettiOs 69. Uh, I guess that's a, I guess the other thing I want to say. Besides, and I would only go number if I really literally was looking on the sheet, and I could not be, Besides it. don't be a Frank is if you are within five picks of yours, have three players ready. Three, oh, I always, I have always three go with the three-player three rule. Three four. I go three-player because the chances of – your three being gone by the time your five picks are up. It has happened to me. It, it happens on occasion. But the chances are very slim. So, like, have your three players, have your backup run ready, and have a fucking fun time, guys. Have a great time playing fantasy football. Fantasy football, as much as it's become a... It's, it's evolved from when it's I evolved. started, from when it's you It's competitive. Started. It's very competitive. Like, I'm still... I still get mad and... I mean, not seriously, but I, when Kyle's... We're in the tiki bar and someone scores and I'm playing Kyle that week. I'm not going to say I don't. Oh, you and I shit talk each other all day. And... You and I shit talk each other all day, and I love it. But it's that's, not. It's not anything where, serious. But, but that's where it's fun. But that's it. That that to me isn't a serious thing. Yeah. We're not tweeting at the players' death threats. Yeah. We're shit talking each other yeah. during the day, as you should with as even you should if you're with not with these guys. Week. I don't even care. Like if I I should crap talk my friends all the time. Like you I have. I literally. We've already sworn. I've I've dropped the f bomb six times. I've named my teams after guys because they look like Al from Al's Toy Barn. So, <laughs> talking to you, <laughs> oh buddy. But guys, seriously, like have a fun time. As we football. enter draft weekend, enjoy this. Get ready to come back fresh next week. We'll be starting hot. Yep. On Wednesday's episode, we'll be we'll be previewing. Are you in for next week? Yeah. Yeah, perfect. We'll be previewing uh, the Bills and Rams. We'll be talking some lineups you want to go. Then Friday's episode, we'll recap Bills and Rams, and we'll talk up the rest of the weekend yep. that you want to go with your stardom sit-ems and, and recapping what we saw. So recapping. And if you're the worst fantasy player in your league, be the best at something. So if you're the worst fantasy football player in your league, be the best at shit-talking the rest of the That's league. That's it. Like, but guys, just find something and be good at it. Don't be a Frank. Until next time. Don't help Frank. DFF. Or DHF. Don't help Frank. Until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.